Um, I feel like I should open with the ceremonial donning of all the innies. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. That's a good point. Yes, let's... Um... Right, it's important to clank. Right there. This is the going to be great yeah. around the microphone. Yeah. Feels so good. Mr. Chris Gunning is also a, a wonderful Delta Green contributor. And he's clanking uh, too. I invited Chris to join us and, uh, and act to answer questions of which he'd be comfortable to answer, but then he got shy all of a sudden, so he's going to wilt on the front I'm, row. I'm here as eye candy. <laughs> that's yeah. that's a very wow. good policy. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. admittedly, we're grading yeah. on a curve here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's a step up from height, all right? Yeah. Some, some of us wore colored shirts. Yeah. Oh, Dennis. Yeah, Dennis. My entire life has been the avoidance of colored shirts. It, it, when, when Dennis left his island, he had to put on pants. Or else yeah. Yeah. On the, <laughs> the bears are attracted to pants. Right. <laughs> Just runs around there like frickin' Robinson Crusoe. Right. Leaving footprints and hoping people show up. <laughs> All right, so where's, where's, where's our audio people? There's our audio people. Is the clanking going to utterly ruin this entire yeah, yeah, production? Yes, it absolutely will. I'm recording individual channels for each one of you, so it's easy to Okay. We'll just mute Scott then, and we'll be all right. I don't know why we need to make a special case. <laughs> don't worry, your microphone will pick me up. <laughs> Go forward. So, um, uh, those of you who don't know, which is probably none of you, my name is Shane Ivey, and um, I'm uh, with, uh, with uh, you know what, I'll let you guys do this, because then people His listening name is Shane Ivey. can identify their voices. So oh. if you'll each introduce me. Right. <laughs> That was a good one, but I don't It's your turn. He already did. Right. Okay. I'm Kenneth Height, uh, the author of uh, The Unnatural Section, basically, and The Handler's Guide, and also of The Fall of Delta Green, available mm -hmm. at the Pelgrane booth, number 1317. Mm -hmm. And fine bookstores everywhere. And fine game stores everywhere, exactly. Uh, my name is Greg Stolze, and I basically piloted Sandy Peterson's rules in for the landing after he built the whole plane. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I'm Scott Glancy. I'm one of the three original creators of Delta Green. Um, these people are just parasites. <laughs> these, these three people. Okay, I just, I just okay. want to be clear. He indicated Greg Height and, and Shane Ivey. Yeah. And yeah. I prefer the phrase symbiote. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and hillbillies prefer to be called sons of the soil. <laughs> We're just parasites. <laughs> you're really successful. There's, there's yeah. room for you. Have not, you've clearly not killed the host, so you're doing your job great. Right. Surprisingly well, decorative so, parasite. Uh, I'm, I'm Dennis Detler, one of the original creators of Delta Green. And uh, not a parasite. And not a parasite. Uh, I was approximately four and a half years old when I wrote Delta Green. <laughs> Someone told me today. Uh, and um, yeah, uh, I wrote. Um, all the rest of the Handler's Guide, along with Shane, um, and you know various things here and there. Anything that's really upsets you, that I probably wrote that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in the Handler's Guide, what else? Scott, like the the we sort of shared duties on a lot of it. So the um, 
the history section, um, Dennis, Dennis did a ton of. I contributed some to that. I think we drew material that Ken presented, that Scott yep. did, that you know, for everybody sort of pitched in mm -hmm. on that. Um, the uh, yeah, and then the uh, what what the NPCs? I guess I did most of those. Yeah, the, the like the the section on the the schism chapter the, that discusses the program and the outlaws, the two incarnations of Delta Green was most. I think mostly me and Scott was was yeah, is that, that right? That sounds right. And um, yeah, and then uh, and so it was it was very much a, a team effort um, all along the way. He, he got chocolate and my peanut butter. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, you've seen the commercials. It improved all of them. And then uh, up until the sort of last whatever year long stretch, which was basically me and Dennis just fighting each other like we hated each other. Yeah, luckily over we the were separated by thousands of miles. Right. So it was only, yeah. it was only on FaceTime. We just yelled um, at each other. Right. With the mute button on on one side or another. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'd just like to take a moment and go, we, we, we talked about the Handler's Guide last year as this fictional floaty thing mm -hmm. in the void, and now it is a horrible reality yep. in, in all the best ways. Um, so I'm super happy, and thank you, Shane, for guiding that in for, um, I, I won't say a landing, but, you know, we definitely found You hit ground. the target. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it looks like a the, victory the, ver lesson, the very, you know? yeah, the, 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 the deep resonant yeah. thud yes. of uh, uh, And it feels great to look at that book, set. and it's no longer in my face or in my head or in my right. eyeballs. So thank you. Yeah, it's been great. So, um, so, so that's that. I don't know what else we. Know. I mean, we can sort of do another catch up, right? We've got other things. Uh, Night at the Opera came out, yep. which is a compilation of individual scenarios that we've been publishing over the last couple of years. But that was like Shane, Dennis, Greg, Dennis, Shane, something like something that. Like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, and. Um, and that, that on its own won two any awards last night, which nice. was also cool. That's right. And, uh, yeah. So, so and, and yet somehow I am wearing a medal for that, even yeah. though I did no, absolutely nothing fine. for you, you, I've, I've got a gold medal for interior design back in the hotel room. Nice. <laughs> Me too. Nice. That's an only on. Hilarious. Yeah. No, um, uh, Many you want to just go over what's going on? Yeah, we, we just we just wrapped another Delta Green Kickstarter uh, <gasps> for the Labyrinth, which brings John Tynes finally back into the fold. Yay. That is yeah. that dead. Yeah. Uh, keep pulling him back in. We we think he has debts he needs to settle. <laughs> <laughs> and um, did, as, did as, he leave you that voicemail about he, those Russians aren't messing <laughs> around? <laughs> They're not kidding around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> As, as, part of, so as part of as part of that, we also um, we also found a, another book that Dennis is going to write when he's done with his King in Yellow campaign, Impossible Landscapes, uh, which is going to be a book about uh, the, the the Yithian menace. No, no you totally mixed mixed up two products. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, Impossible yeah. Landscapes. We're, we're, is King in we're, Yellow. Where right? we funded a Yithian book called yeah. Those Who Come After. You just said Impossible Landscapes. Uh, I thought it I was saying it was coming it. after Impossible Landscapes. Oh, oh, there were comments. Oh, there were commas that yeah, no one knew about except yeah, right. yeah. That is not a new problem. So, <laughs> no. um, and then so the uh, Oxford comma. Those of us who were English majors learned about it. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, I cannot believe how many that you're trying to pull. We were English majors to the guy who lives on a private island. <laughs> I, I, I got to be real to my reality. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Aurora. That was helpful. There is some symmetry in that, though. I see how those, those trajectories end. I don't you know. think people followed. Well, we funded uh, those who come after yes. as part of the Labyrinth Kickstarter. 
and we also funded God's Teeth yep. by Which Caleb Stokes is finally going to be a reality. Is Caleb here? Is, is he Caleb here? Skipping? Nope. No. 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 Way to go. So I, I just want everybody, I want everybody to, know to take he, that applause back. When, when he lost his any last night, I just told him he was fired, in a, <laughs> and his face collapsed. He lost it. Yeah. No, he didn't get. It. He didn't win. Okay. It. I thought he like he misplaced like, it. And you're fired. Yeah. And he was I like, mean, oh my god. And I was like, I take it back. I feel terrible now. Up against us. So <laughs> we had to destroy him. I mean, what else do you do? Save, well, after, after having had red markers and flicker green, where it said you can't write it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, didn't we do a fourth book out of that? Yes. Oh, the collection, the yep. scenarios. Yeah, There's we have funded all along a number of scenarios related to the labyrinth, and those are going to be collected into their own fancy hardbound book, just as Night at the Opera was. So that, that material is already well underway. Yep. So that's really, really exciting. And of course, from the old Kickstarter in 2015, that material is coming together and percolating as well. Pisces' so book is coming together. The, the Impossible Landscapes is coming together. Well, Deep Impossible State. Landscapes is, uh, uh, just to note, it's hit uh, 70,000 words. It'll top out at about 100,000 words. Um, once the manuscript is ready, it'll go out to all the Kickstarter backers for playtesting. It's cheer It's kind of like the Mr. Rogers of Delta Green scenarios. Yeah. It's very affirming and cheerful. I got Larry to see us like a uh, blessing from masks to to try and make a Delta Green masks. Um, <laughs> and he gave me his kind of papal blessing on that. Uh, so hopefully I'll carry that mojo over to Impossible Landscapes. Um, yeah, no Shira, just Yarl Fotep. <laughs> maybe a little bit of Shira. Maybe, yeah, maybe a little Shira. I kind of like Hordak. He's fun. Um, <laughs> Real Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> so. And yeah, so that's kind of where we are. Control right? group in the spring. Control group, yeah, control group. Um, I just want everybody scenarios. to know September is control group month for me. I have to paint everything in the book, yeah. which is going to be um, a physical, what's the word, impossibility. <laughs> but I'll try and do it anyway. It's one book. You just slap paint between every page. And this, <laughs> see, this is Glancy and Stoltzy are both like, yeah, you just do whatever you do, and then stuff happens. Right. <laughs> and it's like, what? Like, you try and paint something. It's like, I painted a wolf. And I, a I little... painted a room. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're, you're just talking about a, god, painted, a little goddamn 8 by 11 this, picture. This I painted is, a whole goddamn this is, the, this is the lesson where you learn why these people are not art directors. Painted a whole book with words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> it's not like everything is like, okay, cityscape. The streets are crowded. <laughs> Opening. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, control group is coming along. Mm -hmm. So... And then we're we're doing. I mean, we have short projects that are coming along, and 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 uh, as well every so often. So uh, the, the the agencies collect agencies things. We're, we, the the federal agencies chapter in the agents handbook. We're expanding that uh, by a lot with um, with new material. So that's uh, that's. I mean the the the. Third draft of that, I think, is done now, yeah, and yeah, and so we're uh, so so yeah. That's I think uh, what I'm looking at is probably collecting that and publishing it in its own single volume instead of individual PDFs. But uh, doing that, it's going to be called Delta Green: The Complex, which brings in a lot of new agencies described in detail for you to uh, to bring into your games. Cool. So, all right. Thank you all for coming. <laughs> Keep pledging to those Kickstarters. You guys are the best. Yeah. Um, uh, I should say that Fall of Delta Green is out. Uh, and I shall also say, Scott, that the uh, campaign 
of scenarios uh, set in 1968 uh, for fall of Delta Green is with the Delta Green partnership for approvals. And by the partnership, I mean the third of the partnership that has not yet approved it. That's not me. Nor is it time. <laughs> I wonder who it could be. Wow. It's a mystery. <laughs> we may never know. Fortunately, only one of the original Delta Green partnership is here. Yeah. <laughs> just parasite. Congratulations, Ken. You've just demonstrated to him how much power he has over you. None. <laughs> I'm going to get paid for the outline. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, okay. Karen's writing it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that poor bastard. He has no oh, idea what he's man. in for. Ken's going to smile the whole way. Just yep. throw Gareth Hanrahan on that hand grenade. <laughs> yep. Here, take this for us, That's please. That's literally what he's for. Yeah. <laughs> Human shield. Yep. It's in the contract. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any punch Gareth can't take? <laughs> We're going to find out. Yeah. yeah, Scott's mad at him now. <laughs> so uh, I guess, does anybody have any uh, questions? Yeah, throw them to the floor. Uh, things we want to talk about. How would you like to be entertained? Are you not entertained? Yeah. Ooh, sure. microphone this microphone time. Microphone working. Can we hear is it? Working? It is Can not. Okay. Um, I've got a friend who's been cap uh, trapped in a cave system in Thailand for the past month or so. <laughs> He's going to come out and not know about the Delta Green new Kickstarter entirely. Will he be able to order on Backer Kit? Um, <laughs> no, but he will be able to order on Pledge Manager. Okay. Yeah. But shipping to a cave is going to add yeah. like an extra. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, that's it's my the, usual caveat. Is I international it's shipping the rainy season and the for books it. are just right. going to yeah. be ruined. Yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah. Yeah, Canada, the cave worst, in Thailand. I gotta tell you, the worst shipping experience I've ever had is South you were shipped? Africa. <laughs> I shipped something to South Africa oh. and it came back to me three years later. <laughs> Looking like it had been used to beat someone to death. <laughs> you know, it's like, Was this pre or post apartheid? <laughs> And I'm like, you know, well, it I'm, began pre. <laughs> I contact the guy. He's like, oh yeah, it's South Africa's post office is, you know, basically somebody's nephew got put in charge of it, and yeah. he doesn't give a shit. It's there's, a nodding agreement between a half dozen individuals. Or there's stuff out. There's a, an area the size of a football field that's just a pile of mail, <laughs> just unsorted mail. You'd think that some uh, uh, yeah. some butane would fix a problem like that, but. <laughs> So is there anything you'd like to hear more about? Uh, any info you guys need? Um, I feel like we could gloat we, for we, hours. We kind about of exhausted the amount of preparation um, that we diligently have been putting into this uh, program. For oh, oh, we have a hand. So uh, with impossible landscapes. Yeah. Uh, that's the latest in the Hastur stuff. Yeah. Um, which started as something that was not related to <laughs> the call through at all, and then it sort of got absorbed by the role playing. Mm -hmm. game and, and yeah, we, we, we absorbed it in Delta Green Countdown. Yeah, and it's great. Really yeah. it. um, do you think anything like that's ever going to happen again that sort of takes something that's wholly outside of, of the particular place of mythos, weird fiction, and get absorbed in? Oh, or do you think at this point that it's sort of gently solid? Sure, I, I, think, I think there's room for nearly anything that's actually creepy. And it's a really good question. Um, like, um, you know, Arthur Machen's stuff is kind mm -hmm. of in there, but yeah. Not totally, right. and I'd love to see more of it. Great a good God example. Pan. What? 
great god pan yeah and yeah some delta green yeah you know and um, ambrose beer stuff and you know i'd love oh yeah man the Remember damn that thing? guy I was talking yeah. about the so, other day, the pain expert? Yeah. I'm thinking about that. And the answer is, now. yes, I'd love, I, you know, I, I think it's a very open world. People often think of it as heavily restrictive towards the Lovecraft's vision of Cthulhu, and that's not true at all. But as long as the author is out of copyright. Yeah. <laughs> that is can, key. They can join add, this yeah. universe. Luckily, they're all dead. <laughs> Plus 70. Yes. Flash. Um. <laughs> So with uh, with the fall of Delta Green, it's obviously you guys are sort of looking at both the uh, b both the past and now that you've sort of brought the Delta Green into the present, it yep. seems that you know time is something you guys can play with. Uh, is there any plans to sort of look at uh, the, the development of Delta Green sort of in, in the in between period or maybe even beforehand on that front? Well, you know, I've it, got it, something that I haven't pitched to Shane yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm working on a 1955 scenario based around the Snake Mountains. Um, where Delta Green is just uh, a little bit too big for its britches and has access to everything and thinks they're great. Um, and, you know, yes, ma'am, we'll fix it up and go shoot them and put them in the onion field. Um, you know, so uh, that's pretty fun. I'd love to see a World War II book. I know Octon Cthulhu has done a bunch of stuff there, but at the same time, <laughs> they, are it, punching they don't quite have the desperation of Delta Green that I'd love to see. Um, so, uh, one of the conscious choices in the Handler's Guide me and uh, Shane made was to open up the timeline and literally invite you to run campaigns into, you know, the 1950s, the 1940s, right. 1970s. Ken's covered the 1970s, uh, 1960s as well. Um, and, uh, you know, I'd love to see Reagan's 80s in a, a, yeah. a campaign. Uh, we, we, I mean, we, yeah, we, we tried to include enough seeds in, uh, in that immense chapter of the book to uh to allow people you know to spin things off you know and uh and and uh, and explore what they want to explore so it it uh so it shouldn't it shouldn't be that hard for people to, to for people to just do it on their own um there's a lot of material in there and you can use any one of those pages as a starting point and just start reading and and adding and exploring and if we wind up publishing something that contradicts it, then great, alternate timelines. <laughs> or, See, you know, redacted truths. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting that question to go, is there any plan to do, you know, Delta Green 2040? <laughs> See, um, the problem with that is Delta Green 2040 is just a bunch of blackened skulls. <laughs> uh, it's not very engaging. All the stats are the same. It's really boring. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sharp and stick is good. Yeah, yeah. But you really want fire-hardened yeah, sharp and stick. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the sticks will be fire hardened. Yes. <laughs> We're going to have endless arguments with the uh, fans online about the damage that a diam certain diameter of stick needs to do. Yes. Yeah. I feel you're overestimating the atlatl. It's, uh... <laughs> it's, you've boned the game balance with yeah, this atlatl yeah, yeah. yeah. you've, destroyed, you've destroyed the balance between a 308 rifle and a... Uh, a hand-thrown stick. Right. Yeah. I, I spent eight years as a Stone Age tribesman. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally true. Yeah. I get at least one of those a year. Yeah. I, for one, not know. You know, the aliens are not from the Sidonia region. I, I was I was a child slave on Mars with Obama. <laughs> uh, yeah. We 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 get those emails. Yeah. Uh, I'm a disinformation agent. So uh, the mention of uh, Delta Green 2040 brought back to mind. There was some fiction, I think, that you published sometime around the Kickstarter about um, 
it was uh, uh, parties. No, it was uh, the last uh, machines. Something. It was uh, a, a guy was uh, in a nursing home and oh yeah, uh, yeah. No, cultists were roaming the streets. I wrote that, and uh, it's an unidentified time, and yeah. I mean that that uh, that really resonated with me. I thought oh, that thanks. was amazing. I mean, is there any plans to sort of re in? in uh, I've kicked time? around an end times game, but it would not be a happy game. It would make Delta <laughs> well, Green I mean, look like um, <laughs> Delta Green would look like you know Hogwarts. Um, <laughs> like, oh dear, Ron, where's our taffy? You know, like Delta Green would be like, cool. We're also happy and good. You know, the, if I did an end times game, it would be off. Remember back when there was Delta Green? That was great. Yeah. They had machines <laughs> that could take a hot room and made it make it cold. Grandpa, why are you lying? Another <laughs> said it's true. You could turn a switch and lights would come from you that come from your ceiling. You're for the shit, people. <laughs> I like the part where Greg and Dennis compete to suck all the fun out of it. Yeah. Don't we enjoy that? I don't know, it's worked so far. Yeah. <laughs> just keep dialing down the fun and they just keep we'll dialing up the, the kickstart. We gotta find the cutoff right. point, Ken. <laughs> we'll do a double blind. You're gonna hit that bottom. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm just Steel worried they're gonna have steals. to, you know, have some sort of uh, like a decompression chamber after reading Fall of Delta Green yeah, and going yeah. into the, oh. I'm gonna come in here next this, year this and it's just engaging. gonna be these guys. It's gonna be an intervention. Right. They're gonna be like, sit down, well, Dennis. We're my, our, our 2020 Kickstarter is gonna be for the Cormac McCarthy license. <laughs> <laughs> the road, but not the fun part. <laughs> you have a question? So I think it was back in 2016, Greg, you wrote um, Operation Wormwood that went out for oh, playtest. Oh, Wormwood Arena. Or, yeah, yes. yeah. Um, whatever happened with that game or that? Yeah, scenario? Shane. Yeah, what happened with Wormwood Arena? <laughs> yeah, Shane. I mean, I, I'm I'm get, I'm I've Shane, been working Shane. on. I'm pretty close to being done with edit the editing on uh, version. 14, I think, was the last rewrite we did of. Uh, yeah, this is a peek behind the curtain where things get really <laughs> ugly. Uh, it's like, this isn't it, ugly yet. It, if no, you I like mean, the, I mean, version do you like 14 the sausage? Ugly. <laughs> For the author, I'm yeah. a, I thought, okay. That's, or Greg is like, version so. 14? Right. And Shane's what did like, you, it what did you do to her, you miserable a. son of a bitch? I know. I'm she just, had a name! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little so, disturbed. So it's still out there. Of course, he just rewrote it yeah. and didn't tell me. Yeah, Wormwood Arena oh, was a scenario that. Greg wrote that was um, that was a, that's about uh, it's about, about 13 versions too bad to publish. <laughs> it's <about> a, <laughs> wow. it's a, I'm right here. <laughs> It's, it's subject matter covers a Delta Green team tasked with kind of surveilling and infiltrating a, uh, a weird cult that may have uh, a little bit too much going on for anyone's good. Doesn't that summarize every scenario? No. no, no usually the they don't bother infiltrating or, 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 or surveilling. Surveilling and infiltrating are yeah. new. Right. Yeah. Yeah. At least in my games. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Blowing up and shooting. Yeah, there's, there's not a lot of... Uh, I have, Getting players to infiltrate the right. cult. <laughs> They'll do anything else first, oh, including roll up new characters. Yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, when I, when I, the, the rare, the, I don't know, I, I've played, I've played Delta Green as a player over these many years, maybe four times, and um, I think the one of the, er, probably the first was when Scott was running playtest for Dead Letter, which was a scenario that went into Countdown. This was in 1997 or whatever. But the before times, and then the before four times, and we, we went through. Yeah, we went to our team went to a lot of effort to do surveillance and be really sneaky, and, and we were Scott and lots of tradecraft, and it did fuck all good for any of us. Yeah. It was yeah. ridiculous. 
So. And then there was a firefight with Nazis. That's yeah. Another, another question? Oh. oh, where's the microphone? No, no, we got one. No, let's use the microphone the so the so the oh, recording picks it up. Go ahead. Well, first of all, it's funny you should mention that Wormwood Arena is a different kind of scenario because if I recall from the playtest, there's a, a paragraph that says, what if the players go loud? And then surprisingly, that actually works. <laughs> right. My actual question was on the subject of scenarios that are still in development. What's the latest on Iconoclasts? Scott. Iconoclasts uh, is about 20,000 words. Iconoclasts is about 20,000 words. Um, and uh, I think it's going to be done this month. Um, I expect it to come in just under 30. Shane's, Shane's smiling. <laughs> so, I'm not, I'm not going to state he's smiling sardonically. I'm just going to imply that. I mean, on the bright Poor side, Scott. the scenario was outlasted ISIS, so you got that Yeah, done. well, it was said. <laughs> well, that's actually one of the really annoying things, because now that ISIS is... is dead, I'm getting all this really great research material, right. is coming out of the ruins of the caliphate that is actually making the scenario richer and much more interesting. That's, that's, that was the point I was hoping to make, is if you just take long enough, you're going to outlast your subject, and then you'll have way more materials. Yeah. We have yeah. a body right here. Right. Uh, and the, the, the first thing I learned is that the, uh, the non-player characters that you get to play the ISIS guys at the beginning who kick over the wrong idol, um, I was way too easy on on casting these guys as rubes and losers. They are rubes, they are rubes and losers. They're just incredibly mean, dog mean bully rubes and losers who came here to exercise shitty 19 year old power fantasies. Um, I, well, I'm, I, I'm glad that you've um, uh, used the newly declassified data to prove that ISIS are jerks. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Scott. It, it's due diligence. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that's it. it I, I mean, he's going to have a manuscript at the end of the month, at the end of August. Yeah. We've, we've had a lot of talks about it, and it's sounding really, really cool. I mean, it sort of starts out with this, with your playing the rubes and losers, 19-year-old power fantasy assholes. Um, and that's the introduction that establishes what the agents actually have to deal yeah. with on the ground later. They demonstrate the monster. Right. right. And, and then the agents have to kind of go through this war zone, basically. And yeah and get to the root of it. So, uh, so I think it's, it's, it's sounding really, really cool. Yeah. Cool. Who has the, who has the, who has the, who has the conch? Uh, speaking of uh, not yet, maybe just not, or not yet published scenarios, uh, get a question specifically for Dennis. Uh, are you planning on doing a full publication of a control copy? Uh, I, you know, I, I like that scenario. It's a little short. It would have to go with one other thing. Um, I also have Ex Oblivion, which is a little short. Um, so they might go well together uh, in a little book. Um, if so, it would be like a 28 or 30 page book like the small scenarios. Um, but I, the downside is I have to illustrate it. And uh, <laughs> as we all know, control copy, uh, sorry, uh, control group uh, month is September. So once I finish that, quite possibly. I, I've gotten a lot of good reports from it. So the second similar question was the other, one of the few times that you played as a player in Delta Green, I watched the, uh, on YouTube, uh, oh. and the darkness spoke. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Is that, is that going to get a full write-up? Because that was, that was just drop-dead fantastic. Agent, Agent, Agent Killian lives. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And uh, nobody that else a, That does. was a wonderful ending. I really like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Awful. Um, and they're all real, notably, that's all real places yeah. I have been at that time. 
uh, far, far Rockaway, yes. I, we, we, as a kid, we used to go around and kick out windows. You have to kind of make your own fun when you're growing up in, in certain parts Rockaway, of 1980s yes. New York. Um, you know, we used to hop in um, uh, horrific um, rowboats and row out to uh, the ruins of Liberty Island. Uh, off Liberty Island, there are these little shoals. And then break bottles. We were, we were good kids. <laughs> they didn't break the bottles over the heads of other kids. I didn't. <laughs> but you egged them on. No, no, no. No, you um, drew them. Yeah, I, I definitely did draw them. But um, no, I'd love, I'd love to write that up. I have, the upside is I have the entire operation set up as a flow chart. And this is something I'm hoping to push forward. Shane's done a great job of doing that in a new scenario. He's come up with an even better design for it, and I'm hoping to go back and kind of put those together in all my scenarios. Mm. The, the, the potty demon was, was uh, <laughs> my favorite gaming nightmares. <laughs> well, I think um, Mr. Marone, what uh, we go for. John Marone will, will have nightmares about that. He's spoken about it multiple times. <laughs> cool. Who's up? So I'm planning to go to pack some. OK. Oh, sorry. The mic was in position. I'm planning to go to uh, PAX Unplugged this year and probably run a couple of games of Delta Green. Cool. And if it works out like last year, I'll get a bunch of people who don't actually know what Delta Green is. They just signed up for a random game because it had space in it. That's usually best. Can you guys recommend a scenario that I can use to crush their, their fragile spirits? Um, last, last things last. Always start yeah, with last that, things that's, last. That's why we put that in need to know in, yeah. in the, start, in the quick great, start book. scenario. Okay. It, it, it's funny because last thing last is not on the surface of it. It doesn't present itself as you are brand new to Delta <coughs> Green, right? It, it assumes the, the agents are existing Delta Green agents. But it also introduces you to a lot of elements of what their lives are like and what they might expect their lives to be like if they live for a while longer. <laughs> yeah. um, and, it, and the challenges are kind of self-contained enough that you can play it in three or four hours yeah. uh, easily and it feels satisfying and you wind up with the last hour usually yeah. being a complete you know, everybody dies, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah I've, I've never seen it. Not there's a lot fun. of screaming. Yeah. There's a lot yeah, of high pitched yeah. screaming. Yeah. Right. Can I get in a car? Shut yeah. the door. Prece yeah, and 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 even better. That's usually preceded by tons of fighting and arguments between the the, yeah. the agent between the players. We over can't just pour the gas in there right. without looking to see what right. is in there that we're yeah. pouring it, the gas. It really on. sounds like what a woman, is? guys. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so please I mean, don't I do this that. to me. Don't burn me. Most of the other scenarios, I mean, I've run and tons of them as one shots, as, as con scenarios. Um, a lot of them tend to be, uh, you, you have to really control the pacing yeah. for them to do well as a, as a, as a scenario that uh, short. Yeah, the other option, uh, Sentinels of Twilight, was yeah. designed to be a con scenario. Yeah, okay. that's in the Handler's Guide, yeah. and that, that's, a, that's a great one for that sort of compressed short, self Yeah, exactly, compressed one. So those two are a great one. What, what do you guys think? Do you have any thought, any recommendations in particular, other than those? Um, it's the last one in control group with the magnets. I've usually had pretty good luck with that one. It's not published though. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> we'll true. talk. Yeah, <laughs> it's an old catch twenty-two. Right. right. Um, <laughs> Greg's favorite scenario for that. You do not have access to. It. <laughs> um. I think he's got another one. All right, so this is for all of you. Um, have you ever done any, in your research for Delta Green, have you come across something that you said, 
my God, this is the greatest thing ever. I know what to do. And then all of a sudden, you try and try to make it work, and it just doesn't work. Um, you mean work as planned? Or well, ultimately work? It doesn't work at all. It doesn't work you, at all. You just, you just can't write it the way you thought you could. Right. Um, some things are too on the nose. They're so ridiculously like, oh my god, no one's ever going to believe that. Yeah, except it really happened. Um, that you're just kind of like, I mean, like, uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm not planning on touching the um, uh, who's the rocket magician guy? Oh, yeah. oh Jack Parsons. Yeah, Parsons. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just a little yeah. too on the nose that the guy who kind of founded the Jet Propulsion Laboratory is into, you know. Uh, yeah, 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 and you know, <laughs> possibly raised a demon who he married, and or at yeah. least yeah. tried really hard. To. I'm just and a liar. I'm just to death so, in horrible so, pain. So it Twin seems very tempting. Already decided that was part but of at their the same lore. time, I'm just kind of like, no one would, you know. I'm sure it, it's a little too on the nose. It, um, it, some things, some things wind up feeling pulpy, you yeah. know, and and just feeling the tone doesn't feel quite right when you wind up going in that direction. Um, I, I ran across a scenario I, I was kicking around that uh, I tried. Um, uh, it was a setting, in the, it was actually a, a Call of Cthulhu scenario for, for 1920s that I <coughs> tried running several times. Uh, but the scenario was going to end up involving uh, 1920s Portland, Oregon politics, the whole uh, tail end of the human trafficking in the city of Portland. Uh, it was going to get into uh, sort of the nasty realities of prostitution in um, uh, Portland that time period, and it just got so goddamn depressing um, that I was unsatisfied for it. I, I just didn't feel like, you know, if I was going to speak realistically about those subjects, it would it would just be uh, it wouldn't be fun. It just would there would no there'd be no fun in here. There'd be too dark for Delta yeah. Green. That's pretty um, good. Yeah. And uh, I just I just had to let that one go. Maybe it can be resurrected, but it's uh, the connection to human trafficking, the connection to to, to the forced prostitution stuff was just uh, uh, a little too nasty. Plus, Portland, Oregon, is the in, in the 1920s is just the you know this marvelous city built on white supremacy and the Ku Klux Klan, and it just it's Un awful. Unlike all of America. Well, <laughs> well, when the Ku Klux Klan literally writes your zoning code, that's a little special. I live or, in or the constant. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying it's the only city. <laughs> this is or not a competition, okay, guys? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Birmingham yeah. wins. It's more racist. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Gosh. you. I don't know. I don't Every know year with this. It's heritage, not hate, y'all. Shane, Shane is like the guy in 28 Days Later, surrounded on all sides by crazy, crazy, crazy conservatives, not Ken. Um, who are That's after. just one side. That's right. I mean, you know, I'm just one man here. And, I'm, and unlike those guys, I do not run. <laughs> you mean you can't? Twenty-eight days later, cannot or do not? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Like Twenty-eight days later, if the zombie just sort of ambled. <laughs> it's not quite as scary, but you know, yeah, they'll get you eventually. Oh, yeah. I mean, just they're patient. Wait. Listen, they're coming. You can hear them wheezing. We got about, we got about twenty oh, minutes. No, they stopped. They stopped at the bookstore again. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Anybody else, Greg? Uh, no, I, I ha that's not a problem I've had. Um, <laughs> He's awful. Well, not not in the that sense that I, you know, because it's uh, uh, not in a self-aggrandizing way. It's usually that 
when I come to write a scenario for Delta Green, I'm like, okay, I need to do something that is really new, that is really daring. I do not want to phone this in. I do not want to have this be something that just anybody could write. I'm like, why would someone pay me, a professional, to write something they could do themselves? I don't want to be the convenience food of game writing. So I'm like, I need to find something like Star Chamber, where it's like, okay, how can we play with the structure to make to create uncertainty? And so, yeah, the, the ideas that aren't, you know, I'm like, okay, I got to have really big ambitions. And so if I, it, by the time something has been judged, I'm, I'm like, it's ambitious enough. I've, I'm far enough into it that, uh, you know, I can make it work. So, you know, it's not that I, uh, you know, have ideas and then have to discard them because they get stuck. It's that I have ideas and I discard them because I'm like, no, doesn't make the cut. Let's not follow this any farther down because I don't think it's going to lead to, you know, A++. It's not an A++ idea. Um, there were... I mean, there were a couple of things in, in developing the history chapter and, and the schism chapters that that I started to develop, especially things that were based on real incidents that I thought would be really interesting to, to fictionalize. That just I don't know. Usually those those didn't make the cut because it was just too far afield of what we had to establish in that space, right? So. You know, a whole, I had a whole two-page section on this one particular character in uh, in, in Delta Green who would have been instrumental in um, in sort of the transition between the program and the Outlaws and Majestic, and it you know totally ruined his career, and he wound up in prison for it, and it was you know, and it was based on a on a real political incident. The but, Fall Guy. But it was um, yeah, but I mean, it was it was like two whole pages of, of an aside. You, I can remember you talking yeah. this idea up and presenting it, and, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and holy shit, you killed your darling. Yeah, but but yeah, and but if it, but that's the thing is, it would have been like two whole pages of this one incident. Right, yeah. and, and that's two and pages that really could have been right. right. And that's true. It would have been just history. So it's yeah. fascinating to me, but who would have ever used that in play? Right? One of these. So, I'm I, hearing you talk about this. I feel I have the feeling like at the end of Old Yeller. <laughs> we, we would have had like a 16-page section on diseases in the agent's handbook. Now that may still happen. It, it, if, second if edition. I did not go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Second, why, second edition Delta there, Green. Look for it. Why are there 23 it? pages yeah. on poisons and oh, yeah. disease in Delta Green? That's You're my expecting stuff a lot right of there. Apparently, father of pestilence is going to yeah, be yeah. here. Yeah, you know, I'm, roll, roll 2d10. That's what you take. We're done. I think I'm with Shane on this. But. <laughs> Anything come up in fall, uh, Ken, like that, that I mean, you just there, couldn't really... There, most of the things in fall, there's either things that I just knew I wasn't going to do, like the Kennedy assassination. Right. right. I mean, I, I hint at it a little bit. But it's, it's just like, so obvious. Well, Kennedy was a and, lifelong yeah. sailor and a Massachusetts native, and he was yeah. long right. in the South Pacific for right. a while, and he was yeah. an enthusiastic supporter <laughs> yeah. of the Green. And he was shot in the head by yeah. people we don't know who they were. Yeah, he certainly spread his seat around as well. A national call to go into space. Yeah. 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 It's like, and, yeah, a little and, too and obvious. And someone shot him. Yeah. Um, and, of course, if you look into the uh, the Bobby Kennedy assassination, 
Sirhan Sirhan's defense was, I was mind controlled. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it's yeah. like, all right. Yeah. Obviously, those are Delta Green hugs. Yeah. And equally obviously, we're not going to write them. Right. right. Yeah. Well, that's this the thing. Again... Is to, for my money, it's more powerful that, you know what? Sometimes crazy assholes some, assassinate people for no, for no decent a, reason a, that you can discern. Except, yeah, right. And yeah. it's not part of a grand conspiracy, even if you happen to be swimming in that conspiracy. Yeah. Um, I, will, I will note, uh, while writing Ex Oblivion, I found the most disturbing fact I've ever found. And it, it seems rather mundane. I was... Uh, we have YY2, the facility where the deep ones are kind of held. I was looking at lot plans from 1922 <laughs> around Yuma to place uh, the YY2 second facility. And um, the area that is the marine airfield there, uh, the name of the plot is Yuma Yuka 2. Um, <laughs> And I just went, uh, <laughs> and then shut that window and deleted that file. Uh, I'm going to go paint one yeah. of my movie skills now. Bye-bye. Yeah, this is, this is my vanilla sky moment. Like, wake up. Wake up. And I was like, no, click. Let's just keep typing and pretend we didn't see that. So, yeah. We have moments like that, too, which are quite fun, actually, right. for about 30 seconds. And yeah. then you want to just never think about it again. Yeah, that kind of paradoia comes up pretty frequently, yeah, doing this yeah. kind of re work, because you spend so much time researching and thinking in these terms, yeah. you're eventually going to come across something that looks like, oh my god. Yeah, it's all real. Right, it's all real. Yeah, just Which don't, is, don't yeah. go through that door. Right, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not all, we hope, real. Yeah. yeah. Just enough to establish your suspension of disbelief, and then we jerk the carpet out from under you. Yeah, yeah. In, uh, in the Delta Green... Uh, in the Handler's book where uh, there's the Sentinel of the Twilight, uh, there's suggestions as far as how to speed things up yep. and how to slow things down. Yes. I really, really liked that. Oh, Have cool. you guys considered doing that in some of your future scenarios, uh, making that Standard. maybe, a, even if, if a smaller, but maybe a part of things? Because that, as a GM, uh, that, that, really, that really helped me. Yeah, I've, 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 I've done... I haven't done anything that formal in scenarios. I've, I've, I've had notes in a couple of scenarios saying, this is likely to take you two game sessions. If you want it to only take one game session, trim this, cut this, yeah. stop here, that kind of a thing. Like um, a, uh, Observer Effect, for instance, is one that usually when I've played it, it needed two game sessions. And when I've played it at conventions, and, it, and I only had that very limited time, I kind of instinctively knew, okay, this whole tick section's got to go, right, before, you know, because we're just not going to get there. Um, so, yeah, so I mean, I've, so I've done that kind of informally like that, but not with the sort of, Dennis did a really great job of kind of laying out specific suggestions for this part, this part, this part. So I don't think we've done that that aggressively in other scenarios. I think but Strange Attractors has it, again, not formally. Strange Attractors is the one I was trying to think of earlier that was, you know, the magnets one. Um, they were. How do <laughs> they? They wouldn't Chocolate let me put reference. that quote in. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there are parts where it's like, okay, are they far enough in that you've gotten the stuff you need and you're ready to switch to you know end game? Then here, here's this. If you haven't gotten enough, here's how you draw it out. And it's you know, and it can be stuff as simple as like, oh. Okay, if they've learned X, Y, and Z, then when they go to look for the crazy woman, she's home. 
if they haven't learned X, Y, and Z, when they go to look for the crazy woman, yeah. she's off doing her stuff. Yeah. Um, the other, the other big thing I'll mention is Impossible Landscapes has gone back to the drawing boards a bunch for me, because um, like uh, Sentinels of Twilight, uh, Viscid, I think I ran for Ken and yeah. other people. Mm -hmm. I just kind of made those up on the fly, and every you know, every, if people have fun, I try to write it down. If people don't have fun, I think about it for a while, maybe try and run it again. Imp but impossible. <laughs> <laughs> they can't be right. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, no, it's just no one had fun. Great. No, no. I'm onto something. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I've had situations where the scenarios just die on the vine. Um, but impossible landscapes, I, I have to come up with a way to teach um, kind of how to be, uh, I mean, it's surreal horror. You have to be able right. to open a door and anything can be behind it. And a lot of people, the mindset doesn't click immediately. How do you do improv? Yeah, yeah. So it becomes it becomes almost um, here's how you speed it up. Here's here's about pace and setting and speed and uh, speed of descent was another one. And I'm actually formalizing all this and then building kind of a corruption system on top where you can measure, you know, if the agent engages with Carcosa, they slip further down, uh, begin to control it. Um, so yeah, it's about pacing. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely trying to formalize that in impossible landscapes. So going back to your pun about waking up, um, one of the things I think, think Delta Green's ever really touched too much upon is the dreamlands. Mm -hmm. Is that because you don't think that part of the Lovecraft mythos is suitable for no. the game? Or is it just, like, I've been trying to think, like, how do I run a modern yeah. Dog dreamland? Says, well, that, so that question you're asking is the reason we haven't really dealt with it much, because it's big. It's a big issue. And so, in the handler's guide, we had some one of the one of the early I don't know outlines. So the handler's Ken's guide yeah. devoted whatever you know x number of pages to the dreamlands, and we were thinking, I think that's not enough pages to do because you've got to explain you know all of this stuff, and it's really detailed and really interesting. And so, if you're going to do justice to it, you've got to have room for it. So that's well, that yeah. to me. If we do wind up doing that, that's a source book. That's yeah. not like. A, a passage in the in the book because it's just like this whole you're hinting at something that there's no way for people to follow up on really well, the sense of the sleight of hand manager <laughs> I mean the dreamlands come up in dog soldiers but right. it's only the barest hint uh, yeah. of, of the dreamlands because it's and they're, a, and they're mentioned in um, yeah. uh, the uh, uh, Cult of Transcendence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, so right, right. Yeah, pre pre Delta Green, the role playing game, right, where right. we've sort of not rebooted, but sort of started it with everything yeah. under one roof. Um, right, because yeah. that because we were doing Call of Cthulhu source yeah. books, and you've well, already got like, that whole corpus. And Chaosium had already printed their yeah. Dreamlands right. book. Here's I mean, all the Dreamlands stuff you'll ever need. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I really have, just, I, I really love the idea of parasitize uh, it. Uh, the city of Zolbasir with the giant, you know, uh, necrophagy cult center and the ghouls that... Oh, um, uh, yes, where he's doing yeah. Zothik instead yeah. of the... Yeah, um, I, I love the vision of that overcrowded city where if you die, the priests come out and drag you off as this kind of weird, you know, but we've never really formed They don't have plagues. Them. Yeah, um, and, you know, again, getting it to fit the tone... It becomes a difficult thing. Mm -hmm. You can't just be guys with scimitars riding, you know, high ships across uh, cloud seas. And, you know, it'll just completely derail everything. Yeah, but that—that's why we haven't, we didn't really address it, is because it yeah. was just like, where do you start, you yeah. know, and then where do you stop? Yeah. So, so that's—I mean—that's something. It's—it's it's a topic that we've all spent an awful lot of time thinking about. So, someday, 
Uh, kind of jumping off the cultural transcendence point, um, I wanted to ask about the before the Delta Green, the role-playing game, the, I think the most recent thing that came up before that was targets of opportunity. Mm-hmm. And in targets of opportunity, you've got all these threats that are static. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted to kind of know what y'all's thoughts about the transition into Delta Green, the role-playing game of static versus very active. Well, they, they were never meant to be static. Yeah, sure. yeah I mean, the cult of transcendence is this sort of sprawling cult of cults, right? Um, and the and each one, of them had within their write-up what happens once Delta Green encounters them. Right, right. right. I, I guess what he's talking more about more about just general and targets, um, and, and okay, more about yeah. the original source books. I mean, the higher level thing here is nothing was meant to be static. Majestic, the Fate, they were all targets to be destroyed or confronted or changed. Um, and or, I can understand or to how, eat your agents. Yeah, and I can understand how people read into it as like. You know, this is the splat book, and it's telling you to do X, and it's really—it really wasn't. It was—it was, it was yeah. meant to be saucer watch. These are the poor schlubs that you drag into this investigation of con- convergence, and they all die horribly to show you the MacGuffin, and yeah. here's what happens when it's all gone. Um, <laughs> I mean, and, and we we did it in Delta Green, the role playing game. We killed the fate. We destroyed the the Karatekia. Yeah. Yeah. You know, somehow, and, and the whole point of that was to show all these evil guys who were self-interested just couldn't get along. Yeah, yeah, very long. yeah. weird, weird. Yeah, um, and yeah, I mean, and part of that I, I think goes back to you know, my experience running games. Is I'm like, you know, nothing in a role-playing game is solid. It's all just waiting for the corrosive, all-destroying touch of the player characters. <laughs> no matter what you build, there's nothing you can yeah. build that will last. Nothing that can resist their inexorable unmaking. <laughs> oh, yeah. So let's make that a feature and not a bug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know about anyone else, but my Delta Green uh, cleanup crew seems to do a lot of overtime. Your players have cleanup crews? Yeah. Well, you know, this is the thing. They, they tend to end up in a firefight or there's a you know, horrific um, something uh, happened and they just defer to the cleanup crew. Just wanting some strategies. They, there oh, is no cleanup crew. Yeah, that, oh, that's my advice: is don't let, don't send a cleanup crew. They let them, are, let them go to the cleanup crew. Right. And if let, they don't, you're supposed, they go to, to, take it, for, you're supposed yeah. to take care of yourself. You're just, it's like being a good camper. You're supposed to leave yeah. the site better than yeah. you found it. They're not. Yeah. They're not Ethan Hunt. They're uh, yeah, right. they're just some guy. I, 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 I wrote a whole I, a whole nice little little concise. It used to be much longer and more elaborate and awesome, but we cons- we made we, it more concise. I deleted. Um, of uh, dedicated to how to uh, how to get your your player characters fired and put in prison. Yeah, um, for a, exactly that reason. I wrote, I wrote a whole like fifteen hundred word thing on yeah. how to properly dispose of a body and how difficult that actually is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but no, I mean, but so I mean, we're 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 probably sounding a little flippant towards your towards your your campaign. So, but um, Scott can tell you I didn't let him <coughs> off the hook when your buddy accidentally blew his arm yeah. off at the lake. I made him dispose yeah. of the body. If, if, yeah. if your that players, was, if that was a lot of the, that was a lot of the game was yeah. how to get rid of a comrade. We've been working next to each other. And he's for, the FBI dead, he's like a he's like a bomb expert from the FBI. He's dead, wrapped in a tarp. The, and the, they're like, the, will he sink? I don't know. <laughs> punch holes in his chest. Yeah. D six sand. D six sand. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, and and arguably last things last yeah. uh, is you know okay yeah this guy can't clean up after himself anymore because he's dead. Yeah. So now yeah. you are the cleanup crew. If there's a cleanup crew for your your guys, it's because they're dead. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah there that's we go. How, or, that's how we or, encourage it. Uh, you know, unable to continue. Be, and you could yeah. do a great, you could do a great uh, scenario about that. You know, yeah. it's just like, oh. yeah, something happened to the cell. Their comms yeah. are down, except for one guy, and we don't know what language he's talking anymore. Go and you get there, and there's you know the one guy who is you know speaking some incomprehensible language. Someone else has been sawn in half, and half of them's missing. You know, and you're like, why did they burn the tractor? What was wrong with the tractor? We have to figure out. Okay, what? And, and so it's you know okay, it's call it post mortem. Yeah, there you go. It's you know okay, we have to figure out what happened to make sure that it's not still happening, and we have to cover up what happened. Yeah. And you know, and we have to deal with the fallout of all these mistakes we didn't make. There's there's a there's a very different tone in a Delta Green game between the agents have resources watching their backs and they don't. Right? Um, if you're playing a game where the agents know going in because their case officer who it, it tells them, you know, Okay, you have to, you're responsible for this and this and this. I don't have a team to help you out of this. So if you screw up and get arrested, you're on your own. Take it. Yeah. And maybe in a couple of years I'll be able to pull some strings and pull some strings and help you out. Or maybe not. Time but, like a big boy. but remember, we're trying to save the world here. So if your way of saving the world is to keep your mouth shut in prison for the next 10 years, we'll, then we'll, good we'll, for you. We'll buy your snacks. Right. Um, uh, that, that, commissary that, 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 that extra level of, of sort of desperation that's stated at the outset yeah. uh, adds a lot to the game. Well, the, like it, it adds yeah. a new level, sort of layer of suspense. The, the other ruthlessness that occurs is you don't know what's going on above you at all, and you shouldn't. You shouldn't go, oh, my case officer is this guy, and he can bring in a Spectre gunship. Or the worst one we ever did was, uh, oh, you have Overwatch. You know, use this, double-click this, and the sniper will open up on whoever you're talking to if you indicate a target. And the guy did it, and nothing happened. <laughs> it, was just, it was just the case officer trying to build this guy's bravado to go out and yell at this guy. And when he did, and he called his bluff, it was like, this doesn't go anywhere, yeah. does it? Um, yeah. The, 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 the case, I love, I love playing case officers because I've never... I've never well, they're, they're dicks. And basically, in my vision... A case officer who's running a Delta Green team was a Delta Green agent until he or she couldn't hack it anymore. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so they're they just the utter, utter train wrecks, yeah. right? Yeah. And and so every time I introduce a, a case officer in, in play, it's either this person you know is, has a limp and a twitch <laughs> and and is is obviously you know been cycled out of any real valuable service to society. They're like the Commodore in the Star Trek episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, yeah, that's... I can imagine the uh, Delta Green old hands are like, so you're... Wait, your case officer only has one arm and one leg? You are so lucky, man. Yeah. 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 It's the one who shows up... It's with... the one who looks like he's all there. <laughs> Those are the ones where what's not there is the stuff you can't see. They can't be trusted. Dude, just you're on your own. Good luck. God bless. Have a handshake. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, again, the uh, the backup issue. Uh, something I toyed with in you know that turns up in Star Chamber. 
uh, is every now and then you can say, yeah, you know, have whatever you want. And in Star yeah. Chamber, it's like, yeah, if you decide these guys are guilty, just indicate it to this guy and we will take appropriate action. And they're like, what do you mean appropriate action? <laughs> You'll never find well, you'll out. See. You see. That's not a you problem. That's a this guy problem. <laughs> And you know, and it's like you know, just find out who the guilty guy is, yeah. and point it to this guy, and that's cool. Yeah. And don't think about it ever again. And of course, <laughs> if you think about it ever again, it's like, whatever happened to yeah. that guy from the State Department? It's like, oh, yeah, he died in a single car accident. <laughs> so, is that is that is that helpful at all? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Where are we? Is the microphone going around still? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, Looks Jason. Like Mr. Fritz has it. Mr. Microphone, please. Oh, are we wrapping up? Oh, it's 802. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I just like to thank everybody who voted for us in the NEs. Thank you so much. Yes. Very incredible group of people and yes. um, those who contribute to the Patreon and the Drip. Thank you again so much. You make all, a lot of this stuff super possible. Ex Oblivion, Control Copy wouldn't exist without that. Um, so, yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right. All right.